Welcome to Trev White Sailing. Well, today we're not just uh, sitting in the boat, we're sailing the boat. And uh, I've just left Picton in the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Well, I left at about 10 o'clock this morning and it's, um, it's about, well, nearly 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Sun's just dipping behind some mountains in the background and I've uh, got through Toro Channel and I'm now out in the um, Cook Strait. And it lives up to its name yet again. It's, um, it's only blowing about 25 knots, but it's rolly as, it's quite rough. I guess it's because the tides are against the wind here and um, makes it incredibly uncomfortable. But the wind is blowing in the right direction. Today it's, uh, it's coming from the northwest and I'm going to the northeast. So that works for me. Um, I'm soon be sailing past Wellington and then I'm on to the bottom of Tas or bottom of um, New Zealand rather and then I'll be heading up the east coast on my way to Auckland. So I was hoping to get some crew for part of this journey but um, yeah it's just not going to happen so I'm solo. So solo man. But um, that's okay it's easy any person got to please is myself and uh, the reason I left without crew was I've got this weather window. If I didn't leave today, it could be another week before I could have got out of Picton. And there's some foul weather coming. And there was frost on the ground. Frost on the ground is not a good sign when you want to be in the tropics. So I left and um, packed hurriedly, made some uh, pasta mixes last night, froze them, got a heap of meat early this morning, had a coffee, and um, yeah, managed to get out of the berth I was in, which was incredibly uh, challenging. It was in behind another boat, in between other boats, so we managed to walk the boat, or walk my yacht around those and um, get out of there. Went and picked up some fuel. And sadly, one of my jerrys just fell over. And um, yeah, it spilled diesel on the back of the deck, so I'm just enjoying the woof of diesel coming through the boat. I was trying to work out where it was coming from. But that's life. Um, if I had other people on board, I'm sure we would have them reaching over the side because the smell of diesel can be quite challenging for some people. And that, um, that radio you hear in the background is uh, New Zealand Coastal Radio, trying to raise somebody. Not me, thankfully. But yeah, this is an interesting piece of water. I'm dodging ferries, or they're dodging me because they're going a bit faster than I am. These are quite large large uh, car ferries, they go across this channel regularly and um, it's not such a big challenge today because we have AIS which is the um, ship location and boat location software which works through VHF and um, yeah it makes, uh, makes it really easy to track ships, it makes it easy for them to see me if I'm transmitting which I am and I highly recommend everybody to buy it unless you're uh, really paranoid. But uh, yeah, I'm a chart plotter. I can watch ships change course and go around me, and that's happened several times today. The ferries have just uh, gone around me, which is nice. Um, but tonight, I shall be at the bottom of the North Island of New Zealand, about 22.30, given the current speed and course. I'm averaging eight knots, which is pretty quick for Tintin. Like we can do 10 knots on a on a reach, 
in an offshore breeze but we really sort of maintain eight we've been maintaining eight for about two hours now but I've just had to drop the mizzen because we were getting rolled up too much so now I've just got a um, a deep reef main so I've got two reefs in my main and I've got a got my storm jib out or not storm jib but my um, heavy weather jib so and it's a quartering sea quartering wind so I'm just getting pushed along but I'm yeah, constantly sort of uh, nosing up. So I'm just trying to adjust my autopilot. And, and really, I'm trying to work out the autopilot. So I've only just installed this one. So this is its first run. And it's pretty challenging conditions for an autopilot. But um, yeah, I haven't quite got it tuned. And it's using a lot of power. You know, like I'm, I'm probably pulling 10 to 15 amps in these seas. And it's it's because it's reacting a little too regularly it needs to be sort of wound down a little bit so it just has a more of a um, easy motion just waves or winds its way through the ocean at the moment it's fighting a little bit too hard so that's using quite a bit of power but my batteries are charged so I can do this for two days and not sweat it um, and uh, yeah as I said we're sun's just about to go down I've just got to keep an eye on a couple of ships that are making their way up towards me. Um, they're cargo ships, but they should go around me. And uh, once that happens, I'm going to go and uh, put my head down and get some sleep. Probably try and grab 30 minutes. I don't think I'm going to see any more ferries tonight, which is nice. I've sort of almost got past Wellington, and that takes me out of the uh, ferry transit path. Um, just got to worry about fishing boats and cargo ships and the conditions if they deteriorate. Like I know there's a blow coming through and probably about 10 o'clock. I've been using a weather app called Windy. It's been pretty, you know, uh, reliable here in New Zealand and, it, and also in Australia. So, um, yeah, fairly happy with that. And, but, you know, they're only accurate to within about an hour or two uh, and probably not even that. And, you know, they're not always super accurate to your location so yeah on windy it says it's going to blow its ass off about 10 o'clock so i'm sort of getting ready for that i'll put another reef in the main i can then shorten the head sail so I'm almost into you know storm sail configuration as i say just drop the mizzen um and then the wind's going to die off so probably around three in the morning i'll be back on the motor and um by then i should be heading north or northeast up the uh, the east coast of New Zealand. So my plan is to get about 10, 20 miles off the coast outside of um, like the general fishing areas, um, inside of the ship transit. So they tend to you know, run about 20 miles off the coast for the same reasons. And um, I'll uh, do a bit more of an evaluation on the coastal currents. Like often these places have uh, currents that run either in close or further out. And, and they can be up to three or four knots. Like the Australian East Coast Current will run it up to three or four knots around Eden. And other places up the East Coast, it'll be a knot. So if you can work with it, it's an advantage. If you're trying to fight it, it's just costing you time. So um, it's something I've got to do a bit more research on tonight. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking at this speed and these conditions, Auckland three days. Because I'm not going to stop anywhere, I'm just going to push straight through. 
it'll be uh, it's always a bit challenging when you're solo you know you gotta try and grab sleep and I don't mind in the middle of the ocean because there's not much around but um, these coastal conditions your biggest uh, biggest challenge is fishing boats because they don't run AIS or a lot of them don't have AIS so I'm relying on them having AIS or monitoring AIS and picking me up but um, that's the challenge you know Often, you know, they've got a small crew and they might be working the back deck and uh, not actually uh, looking out. And if I'm not looking out, then we've got two uh, hazards in the ocean. So, yeah, I typically do, you know, 30 minutes sleep and then be back up. So with 30 minutes sleep, I can see a ship on the horizon on my AAS or radar. And uh, I can be awake again for it to, um, to be within my, you know, close vicinity of a mile or two. And I've also got my AS set for um, two nautical miles, and I can set my, my radar up as well to, to give me an alarm if it, it picks anything up. But, but in these sort of shitty conditions, you know, radars are not that you know, great, or small radars on, on vessels of this size. They're, uh, they're not that great for picking up ships because they get a lot of uh, clutter with the uh, sea conditions. So yeah, anyway, I thought I'd um, do a... Um, a bit of a chat where we're actually sailing and what you're hearing all that noise is my sails slapping and the ropes flogging and um, the ocean you know washing over the back quarter um, of the yacht occasionally I'm getting away slap the side of the boat and land in the cockpit uh, the flag is flogging away the wind generator is whirring and that's helping to ease some of the, the power drain that I have um, but yeah, it's, it's generally a noisy sort of um, adventure. Yeah, there's lots happening. And um, these are the, uh, the sounds that you get when you're cruising in the ocean and it's a little bit rough. It's a little bit different when it's calm conditions. It's almost completely quiet. But in these conditions, you've got, you got waves slapped the side of the boat. And you know, like it's like someone just slapped it with a shovel. And, um, and that generally happens. You'll get a wave dump into the cockpit or over the side of the boat. And I've had two of those already. So I've dropped some of my side curtains to prevent waves from dumping in the cockpit. We had to go and change one pair of pants. Um, but yeah, the other thing I need to start thinking about is putting on dinner. So when I do these passages, I, I tend to uh, make food in advance. Like I said last night I was making up pasta sauces. And I made up some uh, pasta sauce with pasta for this evening's meal. So I'll just have to heat that up in a pan shortly. That will be dinner. And, um, and then I'll just live on, you know, nuts, fruit, a little bit of fruit and nut rather, um, cups of tea, occasional coffee, but I'm trying to, trying to wean myself off the coffee a little bit. I used to drink quite a bit of Coke for the sugar, but I found that wasn't great either. I tend to stack the uh, weight on drinking that stuff, so I'm trying to cut myself off the Coke. So yeah, it's cups of tea, a little bit of honey, a um, bit of cream these days, I'm quite fond of. And um, yeah, and that will sustain me most of the night. If things really get bad, I'll just hove to and sleep for a few hours. And that's something we can easily do on a sailboat where you um, you just back the boat into the wind and the, um, the sails are uh, you know sort of pushed over the boat sort of heely and um, yeah we just uh, stay in that position until we um, until we choose to uh, go back into the sailing mode 
but it's a great way to have a rest or uh, if it's quite rough to cook a meal so that's the technique I use but uh, thanks very much for joining me with uh, Trevor White Sailing and um, you, know, you get to experience a little bit of what sailing is uh, the sounds maybe the emotion I'll, you'll hear me in a couple of days you know I'll be fatigued or shit scared because it'll be blowing a gale well maybe not scared but just uh, worn out and grumpy but um, yeah I plan to share, share this journey maybe share this lifestyle a little bit for those who are um, keen to uh, to explore it all right have a good afternoon or morning depending where you are and take care safe sailing